Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jonah chapter 2. Jonah has disobeyed God. He's gone the exact opposite direction from Nineveh where he was called to go prophesy. He has been on a ship. He's been hurled off of the ship by the men on the ship because he told them that if they did that, things would get better. The seas would become less tempestuous. And Jonah knows that God is after him. Chapter 1 finished with this. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Now we're going to go through chapter 2, and this is a prayer that Jonah prays from the belly of the fish. It is not a prayer that God would save him from the fish, but it's a prayer of thanksgiving that God rescued him with the fish. Here's what it says. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, from the belly of the fish, saying, I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. Sheol is a Hebrew word for the place of the dead. And you heard my voice, for you cast me into the deep. That's very interesting. He's talking to God here. He says, you cast me into the deep. Now, obviously, The men on the ship are the ones who cast him overboard. We read about that yesterday. But Jonah has a clear understanding of the sovereignty of God over the events of men. And while it was the men of the ship that physically, literally did cast him overboard, that was all orchestrated by God. So he can say, for you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your temple. That is a hopeful statement, friends. I'm driven away from your sight, yet I shall look again on your holy temple. That's almost a message to the Israelites who are being disobedient, who are driven away because of God's judgment and his punishment, but who a remnant of which will turn and look upon the holy temple. This is actually a metaphor for us. We're driven away from God's sight because of our sin. Those of us who know Christ, though, are welcomed back into the family of God through faith in Christ. The waters closed over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. That means in the deep parts of the sea. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. These bars are bars on the gates of Sheol. That's what that's in reference to. And this is the land of the dead. Yet you brought my life from the pit, O Lord, my God. I'm going to get back to this in a second. This is an illustration of the gospel, friends. This is exactly what happens to us when we are dead in our sin, but we're made alive in Christ. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you in your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will repay. Salvation belongs to the Lord." And then this section is concluded with Jonah 2.10. I remember at Bible camp, one of our counselors saying his very favorite Bible verse was Jonah 2.10. I think he was joking because we were a bunch of junior high or high school kids and he just wanted to make us laugh. That's what it says. And the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. So if you look at verse 9, it's really interesting. He says that he will, with a voice of thanksgiving, sacrifice to you. 
and what I have vowed I will pay. Do you remember at the end of chapter one, the pagan men on the ship who started out by praying to a small g God, but ended up praying to the Lord, and then the Lord had Jonah thrown overboard, and then the sea became calm, and it said the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. So now Jonah is finally turned the corner and become like these men whose hearts are soft to the Lord, and his walk is starting to align with his talk. He said that he's a prophet, a Hebrew, he's a of God's family, and he fears the Lord. But for a while there, his walk was inconsistent with his talk. Now his walk is back in alignment with his talk. He's going to sacrifice and vow, just like the men on the ship whose walk was consistent with their talk, even though they were very, very new to that kind of talk. They were very new to referring to the Lord. And Jonah has been walking with the Lord for a long time. Now they're both on the same page, sacrificing and vowing. Another thing that's really incredible in verse 8, I remember touring Yankee Stadium many years ago, the old Yankee Stadium. Bernie Williams was still playing there, for those of you who are Yankee fans. And we were in the clubhouse, and in Bernie Williams' locker was a cross-stitched wall hanging, Jonah 2.8. And it was a different translation than this. Than this, I remember memorizing it because I was a Bernie Williams fan and a Yankees fan. It says, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. This is referring to not just the people of Israel who cling to vain idols, worthless idols. This is reference to the pagans in Nineveh. This is in reference to the pagans on the ship. Anybody who clings to vain idols will forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Those are not mutually, or they are mutually uh, exclusive things, the grace of God or vain idols. And uh, God's people, as well as uh, Israel, as well as the people who are outside of Israel need to make a choice about where their loyalty lies. We need to make a choice as well. Now, back to what I was saying about this is all an illustration of the gospel. The word in Greek, baptizo, is the word we get baptized from, and it means sunk to the depths, never to be recovered. And when we are baptized in Christ, we are sunk to the depths. It's an illustration that we are sunk to the depths, much like Jonah, and then we are resurrected to new life. How toast was Jonah before the fish came and rescued him? He was toast. How dead are we in our sin before Christ rescues us, we are dead, like dead, dead, dead in our sin with no chance to live on our own. But because of the grace of God, by sending Jesus Christ, who lives this perfect life that we can't live, who pays a penalty that we can't pay, and then rises from that death penalty to defeat sin, death, and the power of the devil, offering anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ the opportunity to receive that, that righteousness, that perfection, to receive the penalty mark paid. And when we give our faith, we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we receive that. And before we receive that, we are dead, 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 just like Jonah. And after we receive that, we are alive in Christ. Imagine, what must it have been like? Jonah is about to drown. He's sinking to the depths of the sea, and here comes this big fish, and it swallows him, and it ends up being the lifeboat that keeps him alive until he gets right with the Lord, repents, and then is spit up on dry land. What an amazing story. 
What an amazing account and what an amazing gospel that we get to participate in similar to the way Jonah did. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.